here we are, right here back where we started at the, at the Smoky Ozark Martin Mountains in Arkansas. A sheriff in Arkansas was just caught on uh, audio calling using the N-word, and he was quickly fired. Adam Burns would never use the N-word. Why? I love black people. But not today, because we're throwing down. Like I said at the top of the show, this is Throwing Down. I am your host, Joe Batanz, and I am joined as always by the mouth of the South. Burns. Have you been called the mouth of the South before, Adam Burns? I have. I've been called many things in my life. I don't know. I don't, uh, who knows? But not because. Not because. By the way, Maybe. He's, not, he's not called mouth of the South because of the podcasting. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> it's because of her oral skills. Oh well, I used to have those. But oh, you, you don't have know. oral skills anymore. Well, I mean, now I'm limiting limiting it to one person, so mm-hmm. I feel like the. I still have the skill, but I'm limiting my range, you know, because when you're doing multiple people, you have a a range of techniques and various, you know, things that you'll do because everyone's a little bit different in what they like and, you know, the size and shape. Yeah. Whereas now I'm just, you know, you know, one, you know, just one of them. So I know. Has Boyfie ever complimented you on your oral skills? No, but I know I'm doing a good job. Oh, why? Well, because it works. I mean, you know, the the I accomplish what I aim to accomplish, so I, I know that I must be Would doing Would you a good say job. it takes the same amount of time every single time? Yeah, I mean, well, no, I it depends on if I want to drag it out. You know, there Yeah. There are ways that you can drag oh, yeah. it out mm-hmm. and, and make it go longer. Yeah. So does, I mean, does he have tells? Does he have tells when he's getting close, like his like thigh shakes or something? Or I can't tell you. No, no, like, no. I'm not asking you to tell no, me I mean, the I'm, tells. I'm not saying I can't. Like I can't. I'm saying off the top of my head, I I'm not thinking of like what that is, but I know. I mean, I know when you know it's about to happen. Exactly. Because he, pr- he starts praying the rosary. It's just, it's just the common stuff, you know? I, there's just common things that happen when a guy yeah. is about to, you know, blow. Mm-hmm. So to speak. Anyway, Adam Burns, welcome to yet another episode of Throwing Down. I got to tell you something. I was talking about you. Oh, this started again. Uh, uh, when the show, um, when we were waiting for you, in that I feel that you're taking out a lot of your anger at other co-hosts on me. Why? I mean, what? I'm not angry with you. Like, why? I know, why? I know you're not angry with me, but I feel you're angry at other co-hosts that I will not name because well, of actually, how I was gonna. I yeah. I didn't know that you even. I don't know what you listen to and what you don't, so mm-hmm. I don't know where you're getting your information from. Mm-hmm. But I, my my big story was gonna be about me blowing up at a co-host. <gasps> So, you know what? Wait, I don't, Adam, I don't know if that's related. Adam, Adam, here's what's weird. This, we should get into this right now. I have not. I only listened to yeah, – I have not listened to Mixed Minus yet. But Or Big Brother, the the Kiss My Butt. Or what's it called again? But First. Okay. I haven't listened to either one of those shows. But 
I made a co-host cry yesterday, and I felt oh. awful. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, want, I want to talk about that too. So why don't we? Why don't we get into this right now? Why don't you go first? Okay. So look, I, and I don't want to. It is nobody's fault but my own, and I don't want to quit any of them. Mm-hmm. But I am doing a lot of podcasts. Sure. I mean, a lot of podcasts, and I, you know, it's my own fault because mm-hmm. I don't want to quit any of them. I, mm-hmm. I enjoy doing all of them. Sure. But it does start to, and I know COVID's happening and we're all like quarantining or, you know, well, no, we're not all doing that, but a lot of people are staying home and everyone's like, oh, I have so much time. I have so much time, but Mm -hmm. literally like I'm working my same nine to five job. Mm -hmm. I have chores around the house because we own the house. Sure. Um, I have, um, let's see, one, two, three, four different podcasts that I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm. Look at, so you had, let me and, list them. You have Throwing Down, Geeky Gay, Mix Minus, and Butt First. Mix Minus. Okay. And Butt First. And Daniel and I, before Mix Minus, are recording something for YouTube that's a Lower Decks recap. Okay. Um, I don't know if that counts, but I mean, I have to watch an extra thing and be prepared to talk yeah. about that. That's and, a lot. You're, I'm not even being funny. Camera. You said this. You said this and, last time, and I think you're right. I think you're doing about as many shows as I do. Maybe just a tiny bit less, but I'm making money. Right. Yeah. Right. And I'm not. But the other thing is, we're also doing a monthly Zoom hangout call for Pride 48 that mm. I have to host. Yeah. And we're preparing for this September event, which is mm-hmm. something completely new. Yeah. And I'm just like overwhelmed with like all of this stuff that's going on. And, sure. you know, and I mean, Mark and I are around each other all the time. So luckily I don't, I, I hope he doesn't feel too neglected because we're like, we're always here in the house together. So mm-hmm. we're seeing each other all the time. I'm not having to go anywhere to do mm-hmm. these things, mm-hmm. but I do get tired and, and I, you know, and when Daniel asked me to do the the lower decks thing, I was like, uh, I can't. It. I, I've wanted to do video, so I was like, okay, this gives me an excuse to like make sure get my camera the way I want it to be and my lighting and all that kind of stuff. You know, I will all say that. just to interrupt you. Your lighting is fantastic. Oh, thank you. Okay, go ahead. Well, this is this is not even good because it's better at night because I don't have curtains right here, and so I'm getting sunlight on top of like all this other stuff at night it looks more studio-ish where i have like purple lights behind me and stuff like that but anyway thank you so anyway um and it looks better on a real camera and not the webcam which you're seeing but uh so i just have a lot and it's my fault it's no one else's fault and and i don't want to give any of it up because i enjoy hanging out with you and doing this i enjoy hanging out with daniel and doing that um you know i enjoy getting together and discussing Big Brother and Survivor and all that. That's fun. Um, I'm, I am looking forward to after September because the Pride 48 stuff will be over for a little while. And then I won't have to worry. Like, I mean, I, we may even stop the Zoom monthly things for a while just to give me a break where I don't have to think about Pride 48. Why can't some of the other suits step up? I mean, they could, but they're not. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so, uh, and it may be my fault. Maybe I'm just not asking them, but it seems to be Fatty and I pretty much hosting them. But Fatty's not technically, you know, he mm-hmm. and he has people over on Saturday evening. So regardless, I'm going to I'm probably going to put a break on those after the September event until the beginning of the next, you know, the new year. Yeah. 
But anyway, it's all my, I mean, it's mostly my fault because I don't know how to say no and I enjoy doing the things that I'm doing. It's just that there's a lot of them right mm-hmm. now. So all that being said, for some, I don't even know why, but for some reason on Saturday, I was a little bit cranky when, uh, when we sat down to do Mix Minus. Mm-hmm. And so Daniel and we, we go on the stream and, you know, we chat a lot before we ever record anything. Oh, you, you don't want to tell me twice about that. <laughs> and, show uh, with Daniel Brewer. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, uh, so <clears throat> Daniel says to me, and I don't remember the whole conversation. I can't mm-hmm. like say it word for word, but yeah. the gist of the story mm-hmm. is he asks me for a, an opinion on mm-hmm. the video of the last week's lower decks recap that we had done. Sure. And I had watched it, but I didn't like watch it. I didn't take notes. Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 I had laid down about 1230 in the evening when we mm-hmm. went to bed and put it on my phone and kind of skimmed through it. I didn't even watch the whole thing because I know what we said. Like, I don't really li- when I'm in a podcast, I don't listen to the entire podcast over again. I just don't do that. I mean, I, like I was I'm on like the you. podcast. You know, I'll, I'll check for sound and stuff, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, I edit, but even when I edit, I I I remove noise, I level things, and that doesn't require me to listen to the whole episode. You know. So anyway, so I had skimmed through it to make sure I looked cute, basically, which mm-hmm. is you know, it's video, so that that was important. And uh, but anyway, so I say to him, I'm like, oh well, I didn't know that you wanted notes. Like, I don't really have an opinion about that. Mm-hmm. Um. I can go back. And he says to me, Uh-oh. oh, oh, that's that's fine. I just put all this work into everything. And, oh, God. And, uh, and I don't get any feedback at all. I – that – I got so mad. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I – and I, again, I don't remember what I said, but I basically bitched him out for the next 15 minutes on, on the, the stream. Oh, my gosh. On the stream. Wow. <laughs> And I, I apologize later and we're fine. I think we're fine now. I mean, I've apologized like five times and he says everything's okay. But I, but I mean, it's just, it was just all that boiling over. Cause I was like, wait a minute. You asked me to do this extra thing. I agreed to do it, but I told you I had no extra time in my schedule. And now you're trying to lay a guilt trip on me because you did all this work and I didn't give you the correct praise that you needed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I didn't even know you wanted notes. Like it was good. I, if I'd have thought it was bad, I would have anyway. But I just really blew up, and and I felt bad about it. And you know, I, that's basically the story. But and it was on the stream because as things, you know, Daniel and I pretty much when we talk, we're live streaming. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, I'm actually surprised he's okay. I'm very curious. I, I, you know, you'll know he's mad if the show's only four hours today. Uh, then you'll know that he's, he's feeling right. hurt. But, uh, I'm actually very surprised because Daniel is very sensitive. So, uh, I'm surprised that he didn't like just quit Mix Minus or, you know, <laughs> podcasting or anything. I mean, you know, we're, we're all sensitive souls. You don't tell me. You know, uh, yesterday we were doing a show called Cuckoo Bananas. Now, Cuckoo Bananas, <clears throat> Is a show where we, I don't know, that show's a mess. It's, I don't know what's gonna happen with that show. But, uh, right, right now it's talking about wacky news stories. Okay. That's what it is right now. And who are your co-hosts on it's, this? It's just Lori Roggenkamp. It's just Lori. Okay. 
And, uh, you know, we always have a banter before we start doing any show we have here. We do like some sort of like 10 minutes or so of banter. And Laurie and I have a relationship in that a lot of our jokes with each other are just tearing each other down. And and it doesn't bother either one of us. You know, she can say horrible things about me. I say horrible things about her. And it's funny. That kind of that kind of humor can backfire, though. Yeah. Totally even not. when even when the participants are all on the same page, they all do it with each other. We've experienced this with Joey Buhecker in various forms. Well, where, you know, where, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll be saying things back and forth and something will get out of hand. I mean, you know, it, it, it has happened. Yeah. But Joey Buhecker is somebody who like, he's the, is the definition of can dish it out, but can't take it. You know, anyway, so, uh, she and I were joking and we were joking about, um, when Lori used to do more stand-up, uh, she, there was a time actually, and, uh, when Lori was actually really, um, be noticed a lot by like managers and, and, uh, people who book shows. And, and one in particular was this guy named Eric Abrams, who books the improv. Okay. And he loved her. He thought Lori was so hilarious. He got her at the Montreal Comedy Festival, like would always try and book her. And I'm not going to go, you know, if you want to hear, we go into it on the show, uh, chapter and verse on everything that happened. But, uh, but I, we're, we're, I'm joking with her about it. And at one point I say, oh, and I, and that, it, this is not true, right? I go, oh, Patrick Keene talked to Eric Abrams and he was like, Lori's too much, right? And, uh, I guess that, had to hit a nerve and she um was like wait so what you said was Lori is too much yeah yeah like i don't even know the context for that yeah like, yeah I yeah mean, yeah I'm, yeah Lori is too much could yeah. be could mean yeah. so many different what, things. here's what happened is she was, she was arguing with me about i would have to go through the whole thing she was arguing with me about uh, we were having a jokey conversation and she was arguing with me about whether she used to okay now i have to tell this whole story so eric used to book the improv and the improv notorious for trying to book people for last minute things and whatnot so i remember specifically on a saturday night um he called her at like 4 p.m they don't give you like five minutes they'll give you like you know three hours notice or something yeah. Calls her at 4 p.m. and says that uh, they need an opener for Greg Proops that night, Saturday night. So Saturday night at the Improv is a big night for the big show at 8 o'clock for Greg Proops. It's a big spot, you know? Yeah. And she turned him down. And this is very Lori. She turned him down because she had a spot at like a biker bar in San Bernardino called Harley's. And she didn't want to disappoint them by not showing up. A show that didn't pay. It was probably going to be in front of five bikers who didn't care. Uh, and it was like 50 miles away. But that's very Lori, you know? And, uh, she, yeah, she, I mean, well, I can understand both sides of that. Cause I am the type of person that I'm like, if I've committed to something. Yeah. You know, I'm going to hate it, but I'm, yeah. I probably would have done what she did. Though. I get what you I, say, or what you're saying, but the point is like an opportunity that, especially for Eric Abrams, doesn't come up all the time. And you have to just go like, you know what? It's fucked up. But, but also the people who book at Harley should understand. Anyway, that's the whole thing. 
And by the way, on those shows, by the way, Adam, you have to understand too. Here's the other thing too. You don't know this, and I should have made, we should have, both of us should have made this clear. At those Harleys, at those shows that are like at Harleys, you know? Yeah. There are like 30 comedians on the bill. It's like, oh. it's not just Lori. It's like there's like, or, twi- yeah. oh, it's an open mic night. Yes. You know, yes. she had signed a piece of paper. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like literally like, like a million people go up. They each get five minutes, you know? Uh, so it's, it's, it's awful, right? So we're joking about that. And she goes, and, and I don't remember the content. I'm not, the episode will come out to people we hear, but I'm just like being funny. You know, I'm like, oh, yo, oh, everybody heard this. You know, I'm just, you know, we do that all the time. Okay. But that one just struck a nerve. And she goes, wait, did he really say that? Now I'm thinking that she's still in the joking part. And I go, oh, yeah. Uh huh. He said you were too much. And then she went, oh, why would you tell me that? And then like, like goes off mic and then at first i still couldn't tell whether she was kidding i still couldn't tell whether she was kidding and so finally i look at the camera and she's like legit crying and i felt awful i felt so awful and so she stopped crying she came back and then she was the one that apologized to me for crying i was like no i'm the asshole like that never that's not that wasn't even a true story i was just telling a joke and she goes i know but it's just and we get into it, but it was just, but it was also coupled with, and I don't know if I want to get into this. I have a feeling Aiden's getting sick of me talking about him on the air, but not that Aiden and I were fighting, but it's just, have you ever had this with Mark? And you guys live together, so I'm sure you do, where it just feels like you guys need a break from each other. Just like we've seen each other too much, like cabin fever kind of thing. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do you solve well, that? Because I don't, I, feel like, I don't know yeah. how he. Well, I don't know how he feels because, you know, I mean, he never lets me know this, but I. It's nothing to do with him. Yeah. Like nothing to do with him at all. Yeah. I need alone time. Yeah. Like I, as a person, mm-hmm. like I need alone alone time, and so I will feel that. And you know, I I don't know. I don't know that I've dealt with it well. I mean, I think, you know. Uh, occasionally I have to go to the office, you know, still. So during all this COVID stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, there's nobody at the office. So I've, a few times I've had to go to the office and do something. Mm -hmm. And so I'll just kind of, you know, kind of relax and pick up some fast food or whatever, you know, whatever, and do something like that. But it's, or like when I, um, when I go to get my haircuts, Mm -hmm. uh, that's, you know, five hours away and he doesn't always go with me. So, okay. So I have those long drives, but yeah, I mean, I just have to find that alone time when Mm -hmm. I can. But again, for me, it's not specific to him. It's just that like when we went to pride 48 events, um, I need, like, there would be a point where I would literally just go back to my hotel room and just be alone Mm -hmm. for a while because Mm -hmm. I need to like recharge. I mean, that's just me, but I, I just, I guess the way I handle it is I try to find little segments of time where I can recharge yeah and i kind of feel we've also had kind of again nothing in a dramatic way not in like oh we're fighting we're not fighting at all but i think there's just been a lot of each other and a lot of it's been very intense if that makes any sense and so but then not in a negative way just intense just a lot going on you know and um i think i think we need some alone time both of us need some alone time and but how do I tell him that and not hurt his feelings? 
Well, when you say alone time, you guys don't live together. No, so I know, how much I know. Are you, I mean, how much are no, you? No, I know, but this now? is what I think. I can only speculate. I can only speculate here for him. Okay, yeah. is I think he's working, and he calls me on his way to work, on his way from work, and then he goes home, and then he's dealing with his family. I don't think he really. In other words, I don't mean necessarily alone time from each other, which is true. But I think he just needs. Alone time just from other people, from just having to deal with people. Does that make sense? Like, I feel yeah. he's getting it on all fronts. There's me, there's, uh, his friends, there's his parent, his parents and his family and his work. And I, cause he even said the other day that he was feeling overwhelmed. And so I don't mind, I really don't mind taking a back seat, so to speak. Uh, for a couple of days, we did that a couple of weeks ago, and it was fantastic. Where like I, I just needed it for my own mental health, and uh, but but uh, anyway, so right before Lori, the Lori crying, he and I had had sort of a very difficult conversation, and uh, again, not bad necessarily. Just sometimes you have to have difficult conversations, and so I was just not in a good headspace, and then the Lori thing happened, and so like yesterday, I just. I did the most old man thing, Adam. I'm really, it's, it's like a week ago, I was 30 years younger than I am today because on Monday, my adjustable bed arrived. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to tell you something. It did, is the, did you have a, wait, was there a CPAP uh, delivered alongside? No, I don't have a CPAP. Know, like... I don't have a CPAP. I just have the adjustable bed. It is well. I was having major back problems before it came, and I'm going to say it is 100 now. I know because of the way I slept, because those have quickly diminished. All right, this but this this office chair is not helping. I will say, uh, I'm doing you a big favor by doing this today because I usually have been sitting over here to do these shows. Anyway, um, well, why are you having to sit there? Is that the only place you can be on mic or on on video or what? Yeah, I can only. Yeah, I guess I could move it, but I don't care today. Anyway, I guess I could just angle the. the but then it would be really sad just you talking to me in a recliner. Anyway, the point <laughs> it'd is. It'd be kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. The point is that um, the adjustable bed is. I, I, because it's a new thing, you know, when, when you have a hammer, everything's a nail. So now I'm trying to find every excuse to use the adjustable bed. So last night. I was not feeling so hot on myself, and I don't think I still do today. Uh, and so I went in the adjustable bed. Oh, my God. This is the craziest. I can't believe I'm admitting this. My night last night might be the oldest old man thing I've ever done in my old man life. Okay. I was in my adjustable bed. Yeah. Listening to radio classics on Sirius XM radio. Okay. So old-timey radio shows. Yes. Doing genealogy on Ancestry.com, the app on my iPad Pro. <laughs> I mean, and by the way, I couldn't have been happier. That, that's less old man and more old woman, I think. <laughs> I mean, and the and the reason the reason I say that, yeah, is yeah, I think you're right. I don't see an old man doing genealogy, but I can see an old librarian yeah. looking woman with glasses yeah. down yeah. on the tip of her yeah. nose. No. Like, I really want to know where I came from. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, cousin Jean. I'm, I want to know, like, <laughs> uh huh. So anyway, I can see a wo- an old woman doing that. Yeah. Yeah. 
No, 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 no. I think you're right. You're right. I think, I think you you hit the nail right a hundred percent on the head. I think that was a very old woman thing for me to do. And no, look, I'm, tell- I'm here I, for look, it. I'm here I'm for gonna, it. I'll I'll say something to you, Joe, that I haven't said out loud. Sure. Um, but but I the alone time thing, really, and and again, I don't think this is Mark, but because I've been so, like. So many podcasts and so, you know, and, and no, you know, Mark and I are here all the time together. And like, I, I feel, I think this is part of it, but I've had so many daydreams recently. I need to talk to a therapist about this probably where I get in my car and I just drive to mm-hmm. like nowhere. Like, I mean, just some nowhere, like out in the middle of nowhere town, get some like hotel room. Some, you know, and just like be alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I've literally daydreamed about like, I, I wouldn't have any pressures. No one would be asking me to do anything. <laughs> yeah. It, it, I'll be, I'll, I'll be honest with you, Adam Burns. I've had the same daydreams. Uh, because here's the thing I have not, I have not figured out how to do here at Afterthought is I am in need of a vacation, even if it's a week, even if it's two weeks, right? I need a vacation. But how do I take a vacation when I'm on all the shows? You know? Yeah. And so you, know, you you have that influencer dilemma. Yeah, no. Where influencers are like, I've got to keep putting out content no. on my YouTube channel. That's no. how I make my money. No, Adam, I'm not even joking. It's better now, but in March of this year, right before COVID. I was having serious influencer problems and I was looking into therapists who deal with influencers in LA. I was looking to getting them because I was getting that influencer burnout where it was like, yeah, I have to keep putting out content. I can just never take a vacation. I can never, which is funny because, you know, on my days off now, uh, I intentionally don't do any podcast, don't listen to podcasts, do nothing with podcasts. I do anything but podcasting or audio or anything. Yeah, I know you were telling me you weren't even answering your phone on yeah. off days. Yeah, don't even so. answer my phone. So, but I mean, I are you afraid that if you were off for a week that you would lose income or that you would lose listeners or something? Because you could take a vacation. I mean, you can do that. Yeah, but people any, pay, people are really. I feel. I don't know. I don't. I. I I find it. I, you know, there are the quote unquote afterthoughts, and it's about. I don't know, 30 of them, right? Who are super hardcore. And I'm sure they'll be right now in the chat room or on Discord saying, Joe, take a vacation, right? But they're like such a small percentage of all the subscribers. So I always think that there are these like invisible subscribers who are like, keep, you know, with a, with like a whip, like go, 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 go for my $3 or $5 you know, a month. I can't have, it must be always new content. Nah, I, I just think you need, I, Look, I mean, content will eventually suffer if you don't. I think it's suffering now. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I'm being honest. I think the content is suffering now. I think Cuckoo Bananas is a horrible show. I don't know why we do it. This humble pie forced us to do it with a gun. Oh, no. You're blaming listeners for your horrible show. Yeah, yeah. It's a horrible (laughs) show. Like, Look, something's being done about that show. Laura already knows. I already told her. But uh, this... um, uh, 
Yeah, I I think that it's uh it's it's suffering as a result, and I I think I need a break. Well, take one. Uh, so I say that I say that, and then I have this little personal journal podcast that nobody listens to, and then I I took one day off uh, on my birthday week mm-hmm. uh, just because I just could not do it. I was driving to St. Louis. I was mm-hmm. all day in the car. Yeah. And I was going to record in the car and I felt so guilty. And it's like, why yeah. do I feel guilty? I'm yeah. not making any money on yeah. this. Why? Well, I, I don't have millions of listeners. I, yeah. I don't even have thousands of listeners. Yeah. Well, I do. On that now, show. And- uh, the problem is I, that happened to me last week. I just literally forgot to do one day of this Joe Batanz and I was racked with guilt the next day because I forgot to do one 20 minute show. Uh, yeah, I don't know. And, and what's funny is maybe I'll, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll get Lori, I'll just pay Lori to fill in for me for a couple of weeks or somebody to fill in for me or I don't know. I don't know what to do, but I, I could use a vacation and just not think about podcasts, even if it was for a week, man, just a week. Oh my God. What I would give for a week or two. Oh you my know, God. What I would give for two weeks. If you knew someone who mm-hmm. also had a big, you know, podcasting thing, and you could do like a crossover where they take over your, you know, whatever for a few days or a week or whatever. And then you do the same for them at some point or what. I don't know. Oh, and I then, see. Like they fill in you for could, you. Yeah. And then you could cross pollinate listeners as yeah. well. somehow. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if you know anybody like that, but. I think you, I don't think you're doing enough. You know what's so funny? No, no, no. I know. I, I was first kidding. Of all, I was kidding. I don't have, I, I don't kidding. have those listeners that would yeah. cross pollinate. I was kidding. <laughs> no. Uh, you know. Uh, Adam, what's funny is I haven't announced this anywhere yet. It's so funny because I'm bitching about this. And then after Labor Day, on the public feed, not on Patreon, it's the first show I'm actually doing that will not, it's a, it's the first time I'm doing a show that will not be on Patreon at all. Ish. It'll be on the public feed. And it's going to be, I'm still working out the frequency, but I'm thinking in my head at least a somewhat daily show. Um, not really a daily You're literally show. telling us how burned out you yeah. are. Mm-hmm. And now you're saying you have another show in development. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know. Okay. I know. I know. Well, look, it, it, I don't know. Oh, Adam Burns. All right, Adam Burns. Let's go to everybody's favorite moment in the show, the cooking segment. Now, we were supposed to make this chicken adobo. Where are we on that, Adam? I made it, but I oh. forgot to take. Uh, I forgot to take photo. Oh, it's okay. That's okay. But you no, know, because here's why. I'm super curious because the reason we chose it was that your boyfriend is Filipino, and you've been wanting to make something Filipino for him. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. Yeah. Um. So I really wish I had more of a story to say about this because, you know, I know it's the cooking segment and I'm mm-hmm. supposed to like, you know, have all this stuff. The The recipe is so simple. Yeah. And I've made adobo before. And oh, you it's have? Basically, yeah. And it's basically the same. All chicken adobo recipes are pretty much garlic, bay leaf, soy sauce, rice vinegar, chicken, you know, sugar, salt, pepper. You know, so it wasn't, so I made it and it, it was good. Um, it was really good and it was super simple. Um, I did, I don't normally use skin on because I'm usually trying to watch 
you know, the weight and everything, but I did, I left the skin on, I did chicken thighs, mm-hmm. um, and it turned out really good, um, but the and we both enjoyed it. He doesn't, you know, again, I think I've said this before, he's just not a really verbally complimentary person. So um, I, <laughs> I didn't get, uh, he said, well, he did say it was good, he, but you know, I mean, n- nothing gushy about it or anything like that. Um, I didn't have to adjust the recipe at all. But, I mean, normally I come in here and I'm like, oh, it called for this ingredient, but I used this other thing. You know, we had just gotten in our new Kefalon pans. I used one of those, um, seared off the chicken, you know, did did all that, put it in the vinegar. Or, well, marinated it first, like it says. But uh, yeah, I mean, I wish I had more. Like, I, I thought it was really tasty. Uh, I enjoyed it. And so you don't know what he thought of it. I, I, it was his typical response of most things that I make. So, and I've made a, and I've made adobo before. So Mm -hmm. it wasn't, it's not really that much different than any, uh, I've, I've made adobo several times, Mm -hmm. um, over the course of the eight years that we've been together. So it was very similar, uh, because again, they're adobo, all the recipes are very similar. They're vinegar, soy, garlic, bay leaf. You know, that sort of thing. It was tasty, though. It was good. So this reminds me of the story of my buddy Chris. His grandmother was Mexican, right? She's passed away. She's not. She's still, yeah. she's still Mexican, but she passed away. But like literally Mexican from Mexico and stuff like that, from the state of Oaxaca. So Chris went and like he got this book on Oaxacan cuisine and he literally like spent like it took like two days to make this entire Oaxacan dinner and I think in his fantasy he thought his grandmother would you know eat this dinner and just like a solitary tear yeah would come down her face remembering all the memories from Oaxaca right so he gives her the dinner and he's staring at her and she's eating the food and he goes so grandma what do you think she's like it's good and he goes, is it like you had in Oaxaca? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and here he had spent like days trying to get it right, you know? I mean, basically that's how Mark is. And I think that's just, I think, okay, there's a couple of things. Mm-hmm. I've said this a million times. So anybody who listens to any of my podcasts has heard yeah. this a million times. I mm-hmm. apologize in advance. Sure. But I'm a people pleaser. Well, we know. But here's the catch. Yeah. I am a very selfish people please, which I think most people I mean, I, are. You and I have the exact same thing. Today, you and I are very in sync. Uh, so the reason I'm a people pleaser is because I crave mm-hmm. that validation that you get. Yes. Yes. Oh, my from God. pleasing people. Mm-hmm. And where I'm stuck is... With Mark, and and he's he's a wonderful boyfriend, and I love him, and you know all of that. But where I'm stuck with is he's just not overly. Um, I can't think of the word, so I'm making one up. Validatory, validating, <laughs> like, not validating. Overly... There, yeah, okay. he does, like and not in a bad way, like not in a bad way, but like he doesn't. He's very wonderful to me and he loves me. And when he writes me, like when he writes cards, like for birthdays and anniversaries and he writes me all this stuff and he writes it out, I like have tears in my eyes by the time I'm finished reading these beautiful things that he'll say to me, Mm -hmm. you know, 
Yeah. But just in everyday life, and maybe it's just that he's very reserved about his emotions and doesn't feel comfortable verbalizing stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. But, but you know, when he writes me these cards, I get all these wonderful, gushy feelings. But that's, you know, a couple of times a year when I get a card for something. And so, but I think the problem is I'm, I'm, exp- I'm working so hard to try to make the perfect dish because I want that validation, you mm-hmm. know, but I think it's a me problem. No, you know? I, I have the same thing. You know, I just, you know, I do these, I, I, I might have to call you and pay you money. Well, I don't pay, but, uh, you know, I, ha- I do these ads for better help and for a long time I was just doing it, but I needed personal experience. I was running out of things to say. So I just started with better help. Last yesterday, actually, yeah. And I think there's something I have to bring up with my therapist, who I think was flirting with me yesterday, by the way. And um, guy or girl? It's a guy, a gay guy. Okay, yeah. And uh, is I mean, like you're. This is where you and I intersect, in that I am a people pleaser as well, believe it or not, and uh. I also, but my reward, my love language is that validation. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be fucking. It doesn't have to be. You don't have to blow me or anything. Just fucking text me back and tell me that what I'm doing makes you happy. Oh, yeah. And for some reason, Aiden is just like Mark, right? So, like, I get, when you say it's not in a bad way, like he's being a dick. No, he's it's not. the same thing. And so, like, for instance... Uh, and I'll probably talk, I'll go in detail on this Joe Batanz about this, but, uh, it, we got to a stage about, he wanted to see a dick pic. Okay. Okay. <laughs> he claims he asked for it. In my memory, I think I kind of. usually like step one? Yeah, though, yeah no, I know. I've been very careful about it though. First, I know, but. And the then eight, you move on to other I things. know, but because of the sex thing, I think he's a lot like, you know, I think when I make fun of Mark, I'm projecting because I think it's really Aiden too, right? And. Uh, well, then we should talk. If you think they're similar. Yeah. Should. I think we should talk off the air because it's like. So the other day we were talking and he goes, okay, so a lot of this is this Joe Batan stuff. So I remember it's not, it, not the whole entire public knows this. So the other day he tells me that he finds me very attractive. Okay. Which I just yeah. fi- find hard to believe. So I was telling him a story behind on a recent episode of a show I did with Lori. I took my shirt off and that Lori was like, oh, you have lost weight or whatever. Right. And he goes, oh my God, I want to see a picture of you with your shirt off. I'm all. You really don't. And he goes, no, I really do. And I was like, okay, name a celebrity that you think has a similar body type to me that you find attractive. Before I finish the sentence, Adam, before I finish the fucking sentence, he goes, DJ Khaled. Have you ever seen this DJ Khaled? Oh, yeah. he's He used to be a, a judge on... Uh, yes. I know who he is. Okay. He was a judge on one of those singing competitions that we watch, and I can't remember which one. Okay. But he was a judge on, and yes, I've seen him. He was a, oh yeah, The Four. Yeah. I hated it. It was a okay. horrible show, he, and I think it got canceled, but yes. He thinks DJ Khaled is so fucking sexy. Now, let me tell you what, Adam, I have low self-esteem when it comes to my physical appearance. Like, uh-huh. There's one person that I'm pretty sure I'm more attractive than, it's DJ Khaled, you know? <laughs> 
<laughs> so that was a big boost to my self-esteem, right? And he goes, yeah, take pictures, please. And I go, this is why I think it's not as clear that he asked for it. I go, oh, what kind of pictures do you want? What do you want? I'll take the picture. And he goes, there's a long pause. He goes, send me your dick, right? And I was like, <laughs> okay, right? So <laughs> now on a previous episode of Catching Up, I don't know if you're listening to Catching Up right now. Uh, Mike was sending dick pics to his paramour, right? But Mike had never done uh-huh. it before. And I don't know if you know this. The first, yeah. the first pic he sent was his like hard dick ejaculating, and I go, "No, you got to build up to it." That's you can't. That's not the first no. pic you send. My surprise was yeah. he's never sent dick pics before. Oh, I like, knew that. I knew that. Like what? Who? What gay man hasn't sent like? I'm, that that blows my mind, and I know this is like a side, but I just have to say, mm-hmm. guys everywhere, yeah, straight guys, gay guys, everybody, all guys are sending their dick pics all mm-hmm. over the place. Sure, straight guys, the girls don't really enjoy it; they don't mm-hmm. really want to see the dick pics. But the straight guys send it. Hey, baby, you want to see this? And mm-hmm. you know they're sending. Gay guys have an advantage because the other guy wants to see the dick pic. You know, I was just so blown away. And everyone always talks about how impressive Mike's dick is. Mm-hmm. And I was like shocked. Yeah. If I, if I had an impressive dick, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd be sending it to the world. Yeah. So I, so I, the, the first pick I send is literally just my erect penis in underwear. I don't think you want to send one soft necessarily no, no, as a first one. No, no, no. But you're saying you thought Mike went too far sending it coming, yeah, yeah. you know, as the first one. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think you want to send it hard. Yeah, no, it was yeah. a hard. I mean, was, you want to yeah. be. Yeah. It was an erect penis in underwear. Okay. Okay. And I said, was it, it one of those uh, cousin Richard kind of pictures? You know what? Very similar, actually. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Maybe a little dirtier. Probably would get banned on Instagram, but yes, my cousin Richard gets okay. yes, very similar because I don't think he's hard in those pics, is he? Some of them. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'm wishfully thinking. Mm-hmm. I, I I could I could swear I've seen one where he's at least semi hard, but yeah. now now I'm second guessing. But I I think so. This one is full attention. Okay. Okay. And I send it to him at night, like at eleven thirty or something like that. Or yeah. I don't know what, right? Now look, I'm willing to give him he's asleep or something, okay? Yeah. But then I wake up, nothing. I'm like, you know what, maybe he slept in. Right? Yeah. And now the hours are like it is like nine AM. You're like, 10 a.m. I worked so hard on that picture and I need validation. Yes. What are you doing? Yes. 11 a.m. Right. Finally, like at 1230 or so, he calls me. Right. But I don't want to be like, did you get a dick pic? Right. So we're having conversation. And I go, uh, uh, so I said, any thoughts on the picture I sent you last night? He goes, oh, you sent me a picture? And I went, yeah. He goes, oh. <laughs> and he looked and he was uh very complimentary he was very great but the thing is is that like still but he was like oh my god that's so nice thank you and i've sent another one but he's very like (sighs) he does it like i want them to be gushing over it right and he's like oh that's so hot thanks right well i so you and i have a little bit different story in that mark is 
either not very sexual or very so conservative that it just it's hard for him to be so like when he and i met i was doing webcam modeling stuff Mm -hmm. before i got my dad bod you know and everything when i was still tanning and all that kind of stuff i was on a site called flirt for free which Mm -hmm. you know it kind of like cam for cam or i don't know what the ones are now but flirt for free is still big bellamy uses them as their their infrastructure whatever so uh so i would do that and uh i was still doing it when he and i started dating and he just kind of uh so i tried like when he went away to the philippines i tried to send him videos and he would just kind of be like um i don't know he didn't act interested in seeing any of that stuff and then yes he would he would kind of giggle a little bit and or, or something like that when i would try to wear sexy underwear like <clears throat> when we had pride 48 events i would try to pick out sexy things that i could wear like mm-hmm. at the underwear party yeah or whatever and he would just laugh well like, i don't think aiden would laugh like he but... thought it was funny you know that i was trying to wear panties or something yeah. you know i mean it was just it was like totally and it was it's so totally different because all of my other people that i've been with yeah would be all into it and want to like strip me naked and and yeah. get with me right yes, then, you yes, know. Yes. But but it's not that way with him. Like no. it's never been. Never. Like never. No. No. But uh, look, Aiden doesn't laugh, but like he never brings it up. And then when I actually do bring it up and and talk to him about it, he uh, but I think it's the way he talks, but let's say for instance, I was like, "Do you want me to send another one?" Yes. That's how you that's literally how you say, it. "Yes." Right? I'm like, am I forcing you to? Now, here's another weird thing, Adam. Is, and this is going to go to a problem. So this is not a humble brag. This is a problem. Okay. Okay. Is when I was. I love that you have to preface this by saying it's not a brag. Yeah. When I was self-conscious, I was talking to Sweet Michael about it. I go, what if he hates it? And I don't know what's going on. He's like, oh, give him some time. And he goes, and Sweet Michael was like, well, what is in the pic? I go, do you want to see it? And he was like, yeah, I want to see it. Send it to me. Right? Yeah. And I send it to him and he goes, oh my God. And I go, but let me tell you something, Adam. I will be very, I'm be very honest here. Okay. Okay. I am the de- the very definition of a modern major penis. Okay. It is six inches and perfect girth like it's not too thick not too it's like the goldilocks of penises okay yeah but i will say that i played with angles and all that stuff okay and so the other problem got out your soft box the other problem that i have is i think i may have set expectations too high how do I have that conversation with Aiden? I'm going to show you the picture, but I'm not going to send it to you because I don't fucking trust you. You know, all of a okay. sudden this will be oh, all over. Like, now. Yeah, Daniel. Because you need validation. No, you no, 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 no. No, I do not need validation. I got the validation from. Um, yeah. I need no, to whip, no. You know, start jerking no, off right now. No, oh my no, God, Joe. It's, no, okay. no. I got the validation from Sweet Michael and I got it from Aiden, right? And they, they like okay. it. It's not for validation. This is for me to show you so that you can see that, like, I'm gonna. I'm actually say it's. It's not. This is just an angle thing. Hey everyone, there's a Patreon uh, level for this. Yeah. So if you sign up to the correct Patreon. Yeah. The only thing I will say is I want you to put your hands up when I show you. 
Yeah. My hands up? Yeah, not because of jacking up. I don't want any like, screenshot or anything like that. Oh. Uh, yeah, why yeah. would I take a screenshot? I don't okay. know. I don't know. So I'm going to show it to you. Okay. <laughs> hands are up. Yeah, hands are up. And then I want you to say, like, this is not... This is GMZ next week. is going to have a photo. <laughs> um, and, uh, but I think this is all angle. I don't know. Can you oh. see it? Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. But, like, it's all angles, though. Like... You're right. It is a good girth and, and a good shape. Yeah. I mean, but, I'm not seeing the whole, like, it's still in the underwear. Yes, so it's, it's yes, a bit yes. sheathed. Yes. You know, so to speak. But, yes. but it does seem like a good, uh, a shape. I've always said that I have a, you know, my, I've mine seen is, yours. uh, I don't want to make it about me, <laughs> but I've seen but, yours. Uh, mine is photogenic. It is. And, uh, and people always think it's big, but it's also an average size depending mm-hmm. on whatever, mm-hmm. maybe between six and a half and seven, but, yeah. uh, not super girthy, but mm-hmm. like a very good mm-hmm. looking, like, it's like those people who could be hand models, yeah. you know, because mm-hmm. they have a pretty mm-hmm. hand. Sure. I feel like my dick is kind of like that. You know, I could see that. I could I'm see like, that. I could be a dick model. Anyway, but not, not because some bottle bottom's going to be like, oh my God, I'm so impressed by, you know, but, but it's just nice looking. But do I, here's my question. Do I tell him anything or do I just not say anything to oh. him? Why would you say anything? Don't, I mean, don't. Look, I'm not one to ask about this because I would probably do the complete opposite. But I'm saying you don't want to like, oh, no, no, no. It's not as good as what you think. That's don't what I want to do. That's my natural inclination. That's what I want to do. Like, you know, it is your dick. It is. So, I mean, it's not like you're lying. I'm not. So leave it alone. Just, you know. Thank God he doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> leave it alone. I think it's it's a good looking dick. I mean, like. I'm thinking it's like, like I, I don't know. I just feel like I have to be like, oh, it's not that great. Don't. Do you feel like he's going to be a size queen or something? No, no, no. What's funny? What's funny is he actually told me uh, the other day that after he saw it, that he really likes it, but and he thinks it's perfect and whatever, blah, 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 blah. But that, you know, he actually, he wouldn't care if I had a small penis because he actually is very attracted to small penises. Okay. So I know he's not a size queen. I'm not either. I, I like all sizes. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a size queen all. either. But Sweet Michael is a size Whatever. queen. Yeah, I, I don't get size like, queens. In so fact, my, mm-hmm. in fact, when you're doing oral sex, well, I mean, anal sex oh. just hurts no matter what. Mm-hmm. And so I just really don't do anal sex. But when you're sucking a dick, no. a big one, my I, jaw will start hurting. It'll feel like it's clenching up. I agree with you. I, the the, the, the like, last regular like uh, friend with benefits that I had... I think I liked his penis more than him. It was just like a perfect size for my mouth. Does that make sense? Like yeah. it was the right girth, the right length, and it was like, it was like I told him like you have like a penis meant for blowing for me for people now, to blow it. I will say this: mm-hmm. I used to be really good at deep throating, not so much anymore, mm-hmm. but I used to be really good at deep throating. And when I was in college, I had this regular. And I swear to you, Joe, I mean, I didn't take a tape measure and measure it, but I swear to you, this guy said he was 11 inches and I believed him because it was super long, but it was not very girthy. So it would just fit perfectly. Like I, you know, it would Uh fit because the girth is the real major problem, right? Like it's when it's super thick, your jaw gets tired. Mm -hmm. So there There was a guy I hooked up with regularly in college for years 
And he had another one. It was actually big and it was girthy, but it curved down when he was erect, which made it perfect for like getting on your knees and blowing him and like face fucking me or something like that because it just went right down. It wasn't like jabbing my tonsils. It just slid right down. Like a snake for a, a, a drain. Anyway, Adam, it, this is the part of the show now where we pick a this recipe. This was the cooking segment. And <laughs> it was so not even like showing dick pics, talking about the perfect size. Hey, everyone. Hope you enjoyed the cooking segment. Well, I felt, I, I felt comfortable sending it to you because you have yours all over the internet. But my question to you is... Uh, my parents have seen, I'm sure... Well, yeah, didn't they have a talk with you where they, they had seen it or something like that? Someone had sent it Maybe to them? my mom didn't look, but I think my stepdad has. Did yeah, think- it was the photos. When I was on Flirt for free and I had a profile, you know, and you put photos up there. And uh, and those are open to for anyone to see. Do you think, and your uncle sent has, the- do you think your uncle has jacked off to it, like thinking of the memories of you and him? I don't think so. They didn't send it to him. So I don't think he – but my someone who listened to my podcast sent the link to my profile – to my parents' email how, address. How did they know your parents' email address? My stepdad has a business, and I'm very oh. too much open about my life. Oh, and I said the, the name of his business. Maybe you and I think they Googled it. Adam the Latte Boy. Then that's what you guys are doing. Now, uh, Adam, uh, I don't know who picks the next recipe. Who picked the chicken adobo? Well, I'm going to say you did because I have something I want oh, us to cook. Okay, let's do it. But it's from the same. I'm kind of cheating. Mm-hmm. But I've really wanted to try this, and I and and this gives me a good excuse. Yeah. So this is also from I am librarian. Uh huh. That same set of links. Uh huh. But it's the and it's also adobo, but it's braised pork belly adobo. Ooh. It's in it's in the the. I want to say Slack because that's what we use at work, but the Discord. Yeah. Um, and I, I've never cooked court, pork belly ever. I have. I've cooked it. I love like, it. Like never. Yeah. And so I want to try this. Mm-hmm. It does look a little bit more complicated, mm-hmm. but I want to try it. And it's in, it's in that l- list of recipes that are in the discord. Okay. I'll go check it out. Oh, so, I'm a librarian. Uh, about, oh, you know, I saw the pancit recipe and, not, uh, but not pancit. This is braised. Oh, okay. She, Cause she said that. Okay. I'm a librarian. Can you post that very specific recipe? Can you? I, I love pork belly. Can you post that very specific recipe in the Discord? Um, I'm gonna. Mark and I also love pork belly. Yeah. So, but I've never cooked it. I'm ever. lucky in that because I live in a very heavily Asian community, especially Korean. That the Costco has a lot of, and also first of all, the Korean supermarket by me, but also the Costco, the local Costco tailors a lot of their stuff to the korean community and so they have pork belly already like strips like big giant strips already and um i think i'm gonna go take advantage of that okay um well we've done 55 minutes did you have other stories you wanted to tell i really didn't okay then why don't we just wrap the show up there adam i like the shows to be between 45 minutes to an hour and uh what do you got going on next week Oh, you know, we're just picking out some bar stools and, uh, 
I'm a well, we've we this new house, we have a big huge island that needs some bar stools mm-hmm. and my parents are gonna buy that's their Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You talked about this birthday on. present for us. Why are you telling the story out of you told this story on Geeky Gang? Oh god, just yeah, kidding, just that kidding. Way. <laughs> um anyway, so we're gonna do that and I'm probably gonna go talk to the local pool company because mm-hmm. I've about talked myself into a lap pool sure. with a hot tub. Okay. That's what my brother has. Um, I was hoping that might be a little cheaper. I mean, we don't really need a deep end with a diving board and all that, mm-hmm. but, um, and so I'm hoping maybe it would be a little bit cheaper and just, I want to get a quote and see if they do designs Sure. um, for that and see what that would cost me. I'm going to ask you so. a question, Adam. This is not a sponsor thing because I wish they sponsored my podcast. Do you own a purple mattress? Do you know anyone that's owned a purple mattress? I haven't and I don't. I'm, if anyone does, can you, if you're listening and you own a purple mattress or know someone who does, can you tell me what you think of it? I'm buying one. And, uh, I want to know what you think of it. Betty's doing that thing right now where she goes, Oh, Joey's on a podcast. Let me actually very loudly clean the brass railings on the stairs right now. The dogs, the dogs were barking. We have dogs on mm-hmm. both sides. And and my dog likes to bark as well, and the dogs decided to bark during our show, but I muted myself, so. Wow. All right, mm-hmm. Adam. Well, let's call it a day there. All right. Um, let's, why don't you say your famous uh, catchphrase? Your penis looks great. I love black people. Oh, that, I, wait, I like that catchphrase. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm going to keep that one. Uh, all right. Here we go. Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at GeekyGayTV. You can also email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay.com. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.